Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain on limited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. If you're ready for an epic family vacation, there's no better place than sunny Orlando. Exciting thrills, never-ending food festivals, fresh new dining experiences, outdoor adventures, and Florida's natural springs, and so much more. Orlando has it all. And Visit Orlando's vacation planners can help you plan the perfect trip. In Orlando, anything is possible, if you can imagine it. And that's what makes Orlando unbelievably real. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. Greetings and welcome to the daily NFL Fantasy Live podcast. All the information you need for fantasy dominance. Week 12, Jason Smith alongside Adam Rank, the Admiral. Akbar Bajabiamila and Michael Fabiano get you a big Thursday night football preview between the Saints and the Falcons. And we'll talk about what we've learned so far this season. What you learned, right? I'm back! I'm back and welcome I learned it was... Back, welcome back, welcome back. You know it's cold in Chicago? You know what? I did know that. How did you know? My brother lives door in, in Green Bay. It's not next door to Chicago. Okay, it's right there. It's not you can't that walk there. That, that was yeah. actually even more ignorant than the joke <laughs> I was trying to make. You, you've, you've managed to trump me. Thank you. Right, let's go. Right, go ahead. Let, let's let, make your joke. Go ahead. What did you learn this no, year, see, right? No, no, Akbar killed it. <laughs> Akbar. Akbar. I didn't mean to. He stomp, he's a big stomper. He's got that size 15 shoe, and he'll just stomp on a joke just like that. I didn't mean to. And yet, your, your shoes are real pointed in the corner. Like, if a bug ever ran in the corner, I'd say, come over to my house and step on it. Because, like, yeah, that point where you can't step on the bus. He wears shoes like the Iron Sheik. Uh, you know what? You know, they, these do kind of look like the Iron Sheik, though. But, you know, I could put you in a camel clutch, both of you guys, at the same time. Camel you clutch hurts. Yes, yeah. So yeah I'd break your back. That's one of the legit moves I tried as a kid, and it would actually, you'd put people in You'd put you other people in the back. from school doing that. Figure four leg lock, too. Another yeah, I, legit yeah, move. I, I, I want to learn how to do that again. I used to do that all the time to my brothers. All right, well, we'll also this have... Not, this is not the whole podcast. We're, no, this is not. We should go to it's fantasy. A, it's a different podcast. We're going to talk players to stash on your roster for your playoff run and some big starts and sits recommendations for Week 12. The NFL Fantasy Live podcast starts now. It's game day. Jason Smith and Adam Rank will have a complete Thursday night football preview in just a minute. Saints in the Georgia Dome. Usually a huge NFC South matchup and could affect, you know, playoffs. Maybe not in real life, but in fantasy for certain guys. No doubt about that. And boy, do I just love what Pierre Thomas can do to this Atlanta Falcons defense tonight. Over the last four weeks, the Cowboys have allowed the most fantasy points to running backs. Atlanta? Number two. Oh, wow. I'll tell you, another guy I'm watching out for is Kenny Stills. Kenny Stills has a great opportunity here to have a big game. I mean, he's an explosive player, so we'll see what he does in this game. Jimmy Graham, bring it home for me. <laughs> bring it home for me, baby. All right, now let's head over to the field with Jason and Adam. Jay. 
Breeze and the Saints in Atlanta taking on the Falcons. Adam Rank, both teams have some serious injury questions heading into the game. We'll take a look at what things look like right now for you. On target to play, Tony Gonzalez will play, as will Darren Sproles. These are a couple of guys you had questions about going into this week, and I know, Rank, you like anybody who suits up as a running back uh, for the Saints tonight. If our own Heath Evans was still playing for the New Orleans Saints, <laughs> I would start him. All right, now one guy who didn't play very well the last time they were in Atlanta was Drew Brees. Take a look at what he did week 13 last year. 341 passing yards, but no touchdowns, five picks, just over three fantasy points. Any, I got to ask. Oh, my any, gosh, I'm benching nervousness him. at all? There's no way you can play him now. I didn't realize this. Of course, who cares? That was last year. This is this year. I'm ready to go with Drew Brees. I start him each and every week. Don't worry about this stuff. That was last year. This is a completely different team. That was a Falcons team that was heading out to the playoffs. This Falcons team's not very good. So this is going to be a huge night for Drew Brees. Yeah, Drew Brees' must-startness goes back to the Tagliabue administration in the National How Football League. How dare you bring up that name? Let's go to Pierre Thomas right now, a guy we're keeping an eye on for this week because Pierre Thomas, Frank, he was someone we talked about him before the show. You didn't know if he was ever going to get it going, and now he's got it going. Yeah, he's been fantastic over the last couple of weeks, as you see right there, and he's a guy that you can trust week in, week out. The lament for me is that I drafted him in every league that I play in, and then sometimes through injuries or whatever, I had to let him go, and now he's burning me. I know he's Matt Money Smith has him in our NFL Experts League, and he's probably going to start him tonight, and he's going to get a huge game out of him because the Falcons, as Michael Fabiano just said, cannot stop anybody on the ground. All right, some weeks is a Kenny Stills week. Yes. Some weeks are not Kenny Stills weeks. No. Is this a Kenny Stills week? This is a Kenny Stills week. I feel we've been pretty good on this. We've we've picked the right games to start him and to sit him, and I'm going to start him this week going up against the Falcons. As bad as the Falcons have been in stopping the run, they're even worse trying to stop the pass. Drew Brees will take a couple of shots. Drew Brees knows those numbers. I mean, we just looked at a moment ago. He knows, so he's going to want to go out, want to prove a point against the Falcons, want to put them away. Kenny Stills gets at least three deep balls thrown his way. He connects. He has... 96 no he'll have 66 yards and a touchdown so at least 66 yards and a touchdown no no no, no. 60 actually it'll be a 66 yard touchdown and that'll be it <laughs> all right what about marcus colston tonight him he's it's decent i i don't hate it if you have to start marcus colston he's a little bit too inconsistent for me i would try to look at other options if you have them i look for the saints to really run the ball a lot pierre thomas darren sproles all those guys mark ingram heath evans we talked about kenny stills getting a couple of deep balls thrown his way and then Colson will be fair to Midland. I don't like this one as much, but is he a flex for you tonight? He could be. We'll talk a little bit about that more later on in the show because, you know, my philosophy on that has changed. But I I don't want to give away too much right now. All right, pretty much in lockstep. We differ a little bit on Pierre Thomas. Jimmy Graham hopefully bounces back for all Jimmy Graham owners who were saying, hey, it's been two weeks. Uh, Jimmy, you got to come up. How dare you? Jimmy Graham's been so good. You can afford him a couple of weeks. You're fine. All right, let's get to the Atlanta Falcons now where suddenly maybe Harry Douglas is the only must-start on the team this week because everybody right. else, there's so many questions. Guys are dinged up, and leading the way is Steven Jackson, right, because he's come back, but he's averaging about 1.1 yards a carry. Yeah, unless he gets to the ball 100 times, He's not going to get 100 yards. And Steven Jackson has been a complete disappointment. This is a guy I felt going into the season could have been the fantasy MVP. He looked like a perfect match for this Falcons offense as a guy who can run and catch the ball out of the backfield. He was going to give them an extra di- dimension. Am I saying that dimension. right? Dimension. You can say dimension. I don't know why I'm saying That's that. I'm dimension. You know what? I'm just so upset with Steven Jackson. I can't even get the words out because he has been an utter disappointment. And a lot of my fantasy teams that aren't doing very well, I can trace back to this young man right here. Can you trace it back to Roddy White? 
Yeah, he's been trouble too. I, you know what? I had that back to back. I had, I had Stephen Jackson and I had Roddy White. Thankfully, with, with having the both of them, I didn't draft Matt Ryan. But <laughs> Roddy White, you know what? Roddy White, you can kind of let go because he's been injured. He's been very just cool. drop him. Yes, he's been. Yeah, I dropped him. Everybody picked him up in our NFL Experts League, and I said, have him. He's a guy who barely plays in an offense that is barely putting up points. Fine, go ahead and have him. Don't start this guy. If you have to, you can go find other options on the waiver wire. Call me up. Text me. I'll give you a guy to start. All right, and he'll give you that extra dimension in fantasy <laughs> advice as Adam Wright. Harry Douglas, he had that one qu- It's almost like Nick Foles, where he had those two or three great weeks. Where everybody jumped on his bandwagon. He had the one bad week. Everybody dumped him, and last week he was huge again. Yeah, he's been one of the most targeted guys for the Falcons. It seems like he's the guy that Matt Ryan has trusted the most, and he's really taken advantage of his opportunity, and you've got to be happy for the guy you know, with Julio Jones out, with Roddy White being so banged up, Harry Douglas, as you said just a moment ago, he is one of the few guys you can actually trust in this Falcons roster. Yeah, but even then, it's even like, as a flex for him tonight, yeah, yeah, that's still it's not a lot of high praise. All right, here's like a being the, valedictorian of your summer school class. In if it was in Rhode Island, yeah. <laughs> here's a look at what we think for the Falcons tonight. An okay night for Matt Ryan. Stephen Jackson's going to struggle. Neither of us like Roddy White. Tony Gonzalez maybe a decent night, but this is what happens when everybody gets injured. Tough to start any of your Atlanta Falcons. That's our Thursday night preview. Now, let's send it back to Molly and the gang with more. Q? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 guys. Now, I, I like a lot of your projections, but there are a few trap players in this Thursday night football game, and I'm starting off with one guy, Matt Ryan. With Aaron Rodgers hurt and other QBs on a bye, there are only a few good men available. Fantasy owners want the truth about Matt Ryan. Well, you can't handle the truth. Matt Ryan, you weep for Julio, and you curse the Falcons. You have that luxury, the luxury of not knowing what I know. And I know that the Saints have allowed less than 141 pass yards in three straight games, and you've thrown nine picks in the last four weeks. That's grotesque and incomprehensible. There is no saving Private Ryan. Earn it. But Tom Hanks was so good in that movie. It's a trap. In the last two weeks, Marcus Colson has reappeared with solid productions. Now, with a great matchup against a struggling Falcons defense, you would think it's safe to count on Colson. Easy, buddy. Colson's a magician. He's David Blaine disappearing act. This year has fantasy owners wondering, is he real or magic? Colson has a caught a touchdown in the last eight road games, and like that, kapoof! He's gone with Jimmy Graham as the primary target and Kenny's still in his shine. He's riding the pine and ain't getting no time. But he was so good last year. It's a trap! Don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. It's a trap. Oh, you always have our back, Akbar. <laughs> Remember, you can see if Akbar's trap plays pan out in more of our Thursday Night Football highlights tonight, 1 a.m. Eastern on NFL Network. It's our nightcap. Now let's get you into our latest headlines. Again, you caught up on all the news from around the league today. And we begin with Raiders quarterback Matt McGloin. How about the fact that he is on fantasy radars? He will get his second start of the season on Sunday against the Titans. Guys, he threw for 197 yards and three touchdowns against the Texans in Week 11. Do those numbers go up or down in Week 12, Akbar? You know what? I, I say those numbers go up. And I say because with, when you look at the Raiders and how they're going to try to position him, they're going to position him by throwing out to their guys like Daenerys Moore and Michael Rivera, their young tight end. I say those numbers go up just slightly. 
three touchdowns and they're going to go up. Yeah, to yeah. me, that is a that that is wishful thinking, my friend. <laughs> I think these numbers are going to go down in terms of touchdowns. Maybe they go up a little bit in passing yards, but the Titans' the pass defense. It's pretty tough this season. The Raiders will run the ball a lot. You know, I, and I'll say this. Nothing surprised me, especially with young quarterbacks. We've seen Case Keenum, Nick Foles explode onto the scene. Oh, uh, and totally a lot, agree. Yeah, and a lot of these guys. Now, I'm not as high on McGloin as I am a Case Keenum or Nick Foles, but something just tells me when you look at these young quarterbacks, they ride this street because they're unfamiliar to a lot of defenses. And we're going to get into that subject and uh, the lesser-named guys as well in a little bit coming up. How about Matt McGloin? Three touchdowns, no interceptions. Meanwhile, Leslie Frazier says he's called Cautiously optimistic that running back Adrian Peterson will play in Week 12. Peterson is, himself agrees. Guys, any trepidation playing him at all this week? Is this a trap? <laughs> yeah, if Peterson's playing. Yeah, yeah, you've got to play him. There's yeah. no way. I mean, no matter how bad of a week he's had, unless he's injured, uh, you don't play, of course, Adrian Peterson. But I'm sticking with Adrian Peterson. I think this is obviously a good matchup because Adrian Peterson's playing the game. That's all that really matters. Unless AD is, at, is inactive, you play him. You have to play this guy. AP all day. Positive signs from Baltimore for tight end Dennis Pitta, who returned to practice this week for the first time since having hip surgery in August. The Ravens have three weeks to decide if they want to activate Pitta. We'll talk about this later in the show. Some players to stash for the playoff run. Guys, does he fall into that group? He does, and this is a guy who would have been one of the top ten tight ends drafted in fantasy leagues had he not gotten injured. He is a very important target for Joe Flacco, Akbar. Remember how good Pitta was statistically during that postseason run. Yeah, and just imagine, too, now having a developed now Marlon Brown who's starting to get a little, you know, thing going there. Jacoby Jones is trying to find a rhythm there. And, of course, Torrey Smith adding Dennis Pitta back to the mix could be big, big for the Baltimore Ravens. Flacco must be cheesing right now. So happy to have his <laughs> well, guy back. He's also yeah. playing the Jets at home this week, too, so he's definitely cheesing yeah. about that. <laughs> cheesing? cheesing? Yes, yeah. you know, big smiles. You like, know, when you I know saw that, it's a trap. I just never heard it used in that context Listen, before. I'm just trying to keep you hip, okay? All right. I'm trying to yeah, keep I'm you cool and young. All right, sure. still to come, we're going deep with Bears wide receiver Alshon Jeffrey. See why Akbar believes the Bears' second-year wideout will be a solid play down the stretch, and we come through NFL fantasy genius tool to find some of the players giving fantasy users headaches which ones are the better plays in week 12 we'll tell you when nfl fantasy live returns time now for who's got the better lineup presented by head and shoulders jason smith here alongside michael fabiano and adam rank and here are the lineups that these two guys created based off of the most asked about players on fantasy genius going to take a look at it right now some close matchups here. You see Philip Rivers against Tony Romo, Rainey Rashad Jennings, Brown, Zach Stacy, Antonio Brown, Pierre Garcon. They have very difficult matchups, but let's start with the quarterback here. Philip Rivers has a tough matchup rank. You are leaning towards Tony Romo in this one. I like Tony Romo. It's a tough matchup for him, too. If you look at what the Giants have done over the last couple of weeks, it's a pretty strong matchup going up against Tony Romo. But if you look at his history against the New York Giants, Romo has played very well against them. He's had at least a touchdown pass in 11 consecutive starts against the Giants. And he's, as you see right there, 12 touchdown passes, three interceptions in his last four road games against the Giants. So if you're talking about these two guys, Romo is the way, is the way I would go. All right, let's move to running backs now where Rashad Jennings or Bobby Rainey was a very big choice here, Fabs. And look, Bobby Rainey had a phenomenal week last week, but he's got a tough matchup this week and next week. Who do you like in this one? Rashad Jennings. And that assumes that Darren McFadden isn't back and this becomes a backfield committee mess. Jennings has been one of the best running backs in fantasy football over the last three weeks, scoring a combined 55.1 fantasy points. That is a whole boatload, boys. And I tell you, he looks like a different player than the one that struggled last year in the absence of Maurice Jones-Drew in Jacksonville. To me, this is clear. 
It's Rashad Jennings. We used to think Jaguars and Raiders were together. Now it's Jaguars. Raiders are like 50 feet above where the, <laughs> the Jaguars Raiders have are. at least one good fantasy player. <laughs> All right, let's move to the wide receivers now. We're Antonio Brown, Pierre Garcon. Both have very difficult matchups. Uh, Antonio Brown going up against Joe Hayden. Pierre Garcon, also difficult one rank. Where do you go in this? I contemplated about this one for a long time, but I really believe you got to go with Antonio Brown. I understand that Joe Hayden is one of those lockdown corners, one of those guys who takes away the best receiver. But you know what? Sometimes your best receiver has a tough matchup, and you just have to deal with it. A couple of weeks ago, Jordy Nelson was going up against Joe Hayden, and I have him in a couple of leagues, and I just bit the bullet. Put him in there. Sometimes you're rewarded. Sometimes you're not. It's fantasy football. But you know what? I don't want to get too cute with my lineup. I don't want to do something like putting in Jericho Cotri or anything like that. I'm going to go with the stud. If he doesn't come through, he doesn't come through. I blame him. I don't blame me. That's the best part. I'm making the, I'm making the right call. <laughs> I'm going with the A number one. You just didn't execute. Top of the heat. Yeah, he didn't execute. That's his fault. All right, Fabs, how about Pierre Garçon? I'd rather have Pierre Garçon over Antonio Brown. Look at what Joe Hayden has done. Jordy Nelson is the one exception out of how many games this season they've played. And Garçon's been pretty good lately, too. I know this is a tough matchup, but I'd rather play Garçon against the Niners than Antonio Brown or anybody, basically, against Joe Hayden. I also like the fact that Garçon's playing on Monday night. All right, let's get a little bit more on Bobby Rainey here for a second because he's someone everybody wants to know about. The big week last week, is he just a, a sit this week because he's got a tough matchup or is he just a situation where, okay, well, you, if depending where you're at with the buys, you can play him? I have him in three leagues. I'm flexing him in two of those leagues. My other league, I am just keeping on the bench because I have a pretty stacked backfield. I don't think he's more than a flex, though, this week. Yeah, if you look at the two matchups, the two teams that he's really dinged up against, he, he went against the Falcons, he went against the Dolphins. Those were two great matchups in his favor, so... I would hesitate at making him an RB2. Flex seems like the best option. We saw Jarrett Boykin on that list as well, a name that people want to know about because, all right, one week is one thing, but now it seems like he's starting to be going to a little bit from Tolzien here. Yeah, he's getting targeted a lot. Now he's got a great matchup this week going up against the Vikings. So you look at the matchups, that's a great play. Especially in PPR leagues, he's been catching a lot of passes and he's seeing a lot of targets. All right, last week your watchword was Jaguars. This week it's Vikings. Pretty much. All right, very good. (laughs) Coming up, time to get you set for your run to the fantasy playoffs. Looking for someone who can be a late-season hero for your fantasy team? We've got five players you can stash on your bench right now and play when you need them the most. Plus, start them or sit them. We'll go position by position to tell you which players need to be shelved for Week 12. NFL Fantasy Live is coming right back. Make sure to watch the JFK Experience, the untold NFL history of that day in Dallas, all week on NFL Network and on NFL.com slash JFK. Every year we think we've got fantasy figured out, and every year we learn our lessons the hard way, kind of like life. It is tough in these fantasy streets, so what 2013 lessons can we apply to Week 12? Fabs, we saw this year how uh, valuable a waiver pickup can be with a quarterback. We've seen a lot of quarterbacks come off the waiver wire and end up being very good fantasy options. Nick Foles obviously comes to mind. Phillip Rivers wasn't drafted in a lot of leagues either. Now, this week, I'm playing Mike Glennon because I like the matchup for Mike Glennon against the Detroit Lions. Uh, And Adam's been a big favorite of Mike Glennon for a long time. Ryan Fitzpatrick has had some good games lately. Case Keenum, Akbar's boy, has really shined when Gary Kubiak hasn't pulled him out of the game. (laughs) And he's got a great matchup this week against Jacksonville. So don't be so quick to poo-poo these quarterbacks because they're not experienced. They don't have a big name. Because in this day and age of the NFL, these quarterbacks can put up 
good fantasy numbers. The first time I started Mike Glennon in one of my leagues, my friend emailed me, like, I feel terrible for you. I'll trade you a quarterback. I'm like, no, 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 trust these guys. They can come through for you. You were right. You were right on uh, Timothy Wright a little bit with the, the Bucks as well there. Okay, you led into my point. Big names aren't always better. And as Akbar always says, brand names aren't always better. And that's what I learned this year. And I asked our researcher, Matt, to look this up. Eddie Lacy drafted 23rd on average and Zach Stacy 80th. Lacy now has the fourth most fantasy points among running backs the last four weeks. And Zach Stacy, talk about this week, also looking at the matchup. Crucial as well. He gets the Chicago defense allowing 170 rush yards a game. So again, not always looking at those big names and, and paying attention to the matchups as well each week. And you learned a thing or two about running backs, I understand, Adam. Yeah, I will say this too. The Eddie Lacy, Zach Stacy thing, guys like Michael Fabiano, when they win all their leagues, they always have guys like that in their lineup because they work the waiver wire so well. But when you look at running backs, one of the things that I've always said throughout the years is that you always play a running back in your flex spot. We do a set, I set my lineup on the Sunday show, and I'm always preaching, you know, I put a, put a running back in there. But this year, you really can't do it. You can start looking at receivers to go into that flex spot. And this week, I'm looking at Alshon Jeffrey. And I, I look at him, and I, I had an option of whether I could go with Jeffrey or whether I could go with the running back. I'm actually going to start Alshon Jeffrey despite – this being a pretty tough matchup for him. If you look at the St. Louis Football Club, they've been pretty tough on receivers over the last couple of weeks. But I look at Jeffrey, I look at what he's done, and I said, you know what? I feel more comfortable with the wide receiver, a guy who is not as reliable, who's not getting the ball all the time. I feel more comfortable with that than going with one of these curtain-jerker running backs, these guys who have disappointed, even some of our big-time running backs. I put Trent Richardson on the bench. Yeah. Trent Richardson, a first-round pick. It's so it's interesting, funny. though, yeah. that you said that because there's been a couple times I've played a running back at Flex and gotten burned and watched the wide receiver <laughs> rack up points, but I was f- trying to follow the quote-unquote rules. Yeah, if you guys watch that documentary, right, about the forward pass on NFL.com, mm-hmm. There's talk about, well, maybe teams aren't even going to run the ball anymore. They're just going to throw it 60, 70, 80 times a game. Imagine that. We may be getting gonna, to that. That's part of the reason why wide receivers are becoming more valuable. Then, Michael, I'm going to ask you to change our fantasy football rules. No more of this two-running back business. Flex spot. Extra flex spot. Uh, we'll have to work on that one. Buddy. You marinate on that. So you're obviously high on Alshon Jeffrey this week. So is our Akbar Bajabi Amila. He agrees. JNA are standing by with more on the Bears receivers. Gentlemen. Thanks a lot, Miles. We're going to talk Alshon Jeffrey here. And Alshon, I had you, and I waved you. Why? Why? Why did you do that? I didn't believe. I was too early on Alshon Jeffrey. Why should I believe the rest of the way? Well, when you look at Alshon Jeffrey and the way Mark Trestman is using Alshon Jeffrey, it's unbelievable. When you look, take a look. I want to take a look at this. Now, when you get Brandon Marshall and you get all of a sudden Alshon Jeffrey, we've got a third six situation, fourth quarter. That's a big-time situation. You want to be able to get the ball going. Now, check it out here. They motion out from a trip formation into a bunch formation. Brandon Marshall, the point man here, does a great job in clearing out the situation here so Alshon Jeffrey can get up underneath in this two-under-man look. And they're going to that man situation because they want to be able to get a hand and body on both Brandon Marshall and Alshon Jeffries. He does an excellent job here in getting the ball to Alshon Jeffries. First down, same situation. Now 20-20 to in overtime. Alshon Jeffries now again in the same situation. Mark Trestman believes in Alshon because he's going to him in crucial situations. If you convert this and get a first down, all of a sudden he has another opportunity to stay on the field and continue to get targets. Josh McCown goes again, finds Alshon Jeffrey. Nice clear route by Brandon Marshall again for the first down. This is a great drag route when you recognize two men under. Excellent point here. Last couple of weeks, 
29 targets to Alshon Jeffries. That is huge. I mean, you can move forward with Alshon Jeffrey from here on out. Is he va- that valuable because Brandon Marshall plays opposite him? Basically what I'm saying is because he's got a star opposite him, this is why he's so good. Absolutely. And on top of that, when you look at their schedule moving forward to, to through the playoffs, they've got the Browns, they've got the Dallas Cowboys, and they've got the Philadelphia Eagles. All very good matchups. And, of course, you hear the Cleveland Browns, you think, well, Joe Hayden. No, every wide receiver, not every, but a lot of wide receivers opposite Joe Hayden always ball out. I think you trust him throughout the playoffs. He can be that big X factor on your team as a starting flex player. Where was this six weeks ago when I needed it? Well, six weeks ago, he had 20-something <laughs> points. He was balling out. Alshon Jeffrey has been the quiet guy in fantasy football. Yes, I know Brandon Marshall gets a lot of the attention, but he's getting a lot of love and a lot of target. Get this, the second most in the league for duos as wide receivers, him and Brandon Marshall. All right, there you go. Hey, you, staring blankly at the TV. Grab your phone, get ready to make some trades, or just click something on the Internet. Coming up, Fabs is lending some running back trade advice before the deadline ends. It's NFL Fantasy Live. Is Robert Griffin a safe play this week? Will Miles Austin make a fantasy impact? We'll answer that and more of our burning questions heading into the weekend. And you might have seen this play once or twice before. Tom Brady and the Pats lost Monday night. Can Brady rally the troops and earn the right to be a must-start for the fantasy playoffs? Our starts and sits are around the corner. Plus, attention all shoppers, the Fantasy Blue Light Special is over this Friday. If you're in the trade market for running backs, Michael Fabiano has some suggestions. This is NFL Fantasy Live. Welcome back to the show. Going to take a look at some guys you can stash on the waiver wire right now. Maybe you had a plan this season. These are the guys I'm going to ride with, but in the immortal words of Clay Morrow, I think there's a different plan. So these are some guys you can pick up right now, put them on your bench, and maybe they can bring you fantasy glory in the playoffs and rank. Michael Crabtree is one of those guys. Michael Crabtree has no touchdowns this season, which means he's tied (laughs) for third on the 49ers in touchdown reception. So, of course... Once he come back, once he comes back, I expect him to jump back into the mix immediately with Colin Kaepernick. And you know what? You've got some some bench spots probably burning a hole in your pocket. Pick them up and stash them. Bit of an uncertain situation in Minnesota with Adrian Peterson's groin injury. At some point, maybe they shut him down. Is Toby Gerhardt a guy to stash? You know you wanted to sing the Cheers version of gro- gro- groin injury. <laughs> Here's the problem. This injury is keeping Peterson from being effective. And what happens if the Vikings continue to lose? This is not a playoff team at this point. Maybe they sit Adrian Peterson and all of a sudden Toby Gerhardt becomes the featured back. So in a question of who do I handcuff? Adrian Peterson is probably at the top of that list for fantasy owners. Yeah, and we've seen Toby Gerhardt fill in before and do very, very well, so we know he's got the talent. But Delaney Walker, Akbar. You know, after Jake Locker went down and it was confirmed that Fitzpatrick was the quarterback in Week 10, we've seen the production spike in Delaney Walker, and I think this is, trend is going to continue to happen with Delaney Walker. Of course, he's already had a career high already in reception and receiving yards. He's on pace, and he's gotten this feeling. Now, he is the man, the tight end, and this quarterback is looking for Delaney Walker, I expect you to stash him and him to ball out against the Broncos during the playoffs and the Jacksonville Jaguars in the back end. Can you stash him? Can you real quick? Can you play him this week? Uh, yes, you can. All right, Dennis Johnson is someone right. We talked about him a couple weeks ago. Go pick him up. Get him the backup to Ben Tate. He's a guy you like to stash. Absolutely, because if you read the injury report each and every week, Ben Tate is on there, and it seems he comes up with new ailments all the time. It's the toe, it's ribs, it's all sorts of things. Michael's talking about the importance of handcuffing your running backs. Dennis Johnson, one of the hottest ones out there, and he looks pretty good when he runs the ball. Do you think they're going to commit enough to the running game, though, wanting to find out about Case Keenum where, hey, these are going to be guys we can trust them going forward? I would only start them if Ben Tate's out. Otherwise, I would not touch him. 
All right, there you go. Some fantasy advice on guys to stash for the rest of the season. Still to come, our perfect challenge picks for Week 12. Who will the top scorers in fantasy be? We peer into our crystal ball next. This is NFL Fantasy Live. Stops, throws, Davis, touchdown. Throws to the right, picked off by the Panthers, Melvin White. Stafford to the end zone, touchdown. Into the end zone, touchdown. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. Want to win a million bucks? Yeah. Yeah, me okay. too. <laughs> NFL.com Fantasy, as you covered with our perfect challenge fantasy game. If you haven't played before, all you have to do is set your lineup of the players you think will rack up the most fantasy points for each week. Get them all correct. You win a cool mill. And if you don't... That easy? It is. No worries, because you reset your roster each week, and uh, you get another shot at it. I'm trying to make people rich. Let's make people rich. Let's do it. You get a million dollars. You get a million dollars. Everybody gets a million dollars. You didn't point at me. Oh, you get a million dollars. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to give everybody a head start because we're trying to make everybody rich here, obviously, and get your expert picks. And we're going to start with a quarterback, Adam. Okay, yeah. A lot of times you look at the big three. You know, you look at Aaron Rodgers, who's obviously Andrew Payton Manning, Drew Brees. I'm going to go with somebody a little bit different. I'm going to go with Matthew Stafford. If you look at the matchup against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, it's pretty favorable. They've allowed a lot of fantasy points recently. And the one thing I really like about Matthew Stafford is that he throws the ball a ton. There's no quarterback who throws the ball more than Matthew Stafford. If you look over the last couple of weeks, he scored at least 22 fantasy points in four of his last five games. So this is a guy, go and put it. It's a sneaky. you got to have a sneaky little play. You don't want to go too obvious, but you want to have somebody who's good. And Matthew Stafford is that guy. Well, can I go a little uh, a little obvious here? All right. All right, Molly, check this out. Okay. You know, having played in, in Kansas City, I know how hard it is. Jamal Charles has the San Diego Chargers Ooh. coming in town, and he's always done well against the San Diego Chargers. And, in fact, he's had now just – Look at it. Three touchdowns in the last two meetings against the Chargers. He's putting up 100-plus yards in a couple of games here. Jamal Charles, I think, will go out there and be the biggest home run hitting running back and will help you get that million dollars. Running all over San Diego and Arrowhead. All right, guys, let's go to wide receiver. Demarius Thomas and that Manning-Brady Bowl against that banged-up Patsy. The only wide receiver with more points this season is Megatron. Yeah, Demarius Thomas, he's an awesome play this week. If you look at the Patriots, they've given up a lot of fantasy points to receivers this year. You figure Peyton Manning's going to go out, throw the ball a ton, and that's what you're looking for when you're doing these kind of lineups is the opportunity out there. Demarius Thomas, somebody, him, him and Eric Decker. I could get a little crazy. I could actually go both. Yeah. But I think he if I'm going to... He doesn't have an action figure yet, though. Megatron does. That is... Uh, okay. That's true. I, I see where you went there. Yeah. That should be... Megatron's the obvious one. you got to get that... you got to get a guy who's not as obvious as you would think, but it's got to be Demarius Thomas. Let's go into Vernon Davis, Akbar. You know, he's had to deal with a little bit of injuries. Cap, not as consistent as normal, but a great matchup this week. Yeah, a perfect matchup when you talk about going against the Washington Redskins. This past defense has struggled all year long, and it's... It's easy to say, yes, Colin Kaepernick is struggling a little bit. We have Vernon Davis with a little bit of injuries. But check this out. He has a team-high eight receiving touchdowns this season. So Colin Kaepernick has really been depending on Vernon Davis, especially after losing Michael Crabtree. He doesn't have that go-to wide receiver. In fact, Vernon Davis is a tight end or wide receiver in a tight end's body. He's the fastest guy on the team. I think he's going to be the go-getter this week as a tight end. One of my best moves this year, picking yes. up the Panthers' D, and they're going to feast on Miami this weekend. Yeah, they've carried me in a couple of leagues as well. And One thing I really like is the matchup against the Dolphins because the Dolphins have so much turmoil on the offensive line, and nobody's getting sacked more than Ryan Tannehill, especially in the fourth quarter. I know it does. that's just a little fact that I'm going to throw in there. I know you don't get more points of that, but... Tannehill's been sacked a lot. Lamar Miller hasn't been able to run. This is a great matchup for the Panthers coming off a huge win. So I go, and if you're allowed to tackle the opponent's tight end, 
before they can catch the ball. Even <laughs> that's, better. That's even perfect. Even but better. I'll, and, and I'll give you one other name that's made a big difference that doesn't get a lot of love. That star low to the lay. The guy in the men's side right there is causing a lot of pressure. Guy. I love him. You got to watch him play. From the Mountain West. <laughs> well, there are you talking about. Wait, Mountain West was. Like, yeah. I'm sorry to catch you off here, but a real solid squad. This is Adam and Akbar's perfect challenge. Look at that team. Go with this, and we Big guarantee a million dollars. Akbar, I sound like you right now. Did you yeah. run you the confidence Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. Big Did you put Dre Johnson in there? Yeah, I, I love that. Dre Johnson against Jacksonville. Anybody against Jacksonville. This just in. That's my nugget of the day. <laughs> and we'll talk a little bit more about Zach Stacy later. Great stuff, guys. Now time to continue our week-long countdown to the fantasy trade deadline with a look at the running back position. Adam and Akbar's perfect challenge lineup sounds like the sequel to Howard and Kamar go to White Castle. Uh, Sebastian Janikowski, <laughs> gotta get off this guy, man. Jeez. Just a few hours remain until the standard trade deadline on NFL.com. Midnight Pacific time on Friday night, the last time you can accept trades in most NFL.com leagues. Remember, submit your questions on Twitter using the hashtag Fantasy Trades, and we'll answer them on tomorrow's show as we help you build your playoff rosters. Today, we're wrapping up our position-by-position trade primer with the running backs. Michael Fabiano, I have five trade offers in my queue, all for Zach Stacy. Yeah, well, hit accept on one of them, Smith. <laughs> Here's the running backs we're going to spotlight to trade for, and you know we're going to get to some of these guys in a second, but Fab, Zach Stacy has been a first-round, playing like a first-round running back. I love Zach Stacy. Ever since I picked him up, he has really helped some of my teams get over the edge from a fantasy perspective, and this kid's got some good matchups coming up. He's playing the Bears this weekend. The Bears have one of the worst run defenses in the National Football League. If you can go out and pick up Zach Stacy now... It's going to be a good move down the stretch. Uh, we like Joy Bell to pick him up. Situation's going on with Reggie Bush fumbling a little bit. I know he's dinged up a bit, but Bell could play a big role for you. Also playing a big role is going to wind up being Chris Ivory for the Jets. 95 or more yards rushing now in two of his last three games, or three of his last four games, and he simply has become the guy the offense is flowing too fast. You talk about fantasy meets reality. They don't trust Geno Smith to throw the football. They're going to try to win low-scoring games down the stretch, a lot of winnable games, and this means Ivory is going to carry the football exclusively. We talked about about St- uh, Ivory back in the preseason as a guy who could break out, well, better late than never, right? And you're right. He has looked extremely good. Bilal Powell has sort of been eased out of the backfield mix. It's been Chris Ivory. So as a guy who you can get on the cheap right now, he's a good option. Guy you should get good enough to pony up for him, though, is Eddie Lacy. Of course. And, and you know me, Smith. I go after the big names. I don't go after these ham and eggers. I want big names in my starting lineup. And Eddie Lacy is one of the biggest The schedule remaining is pretty good. He's got the Vikings. He's got the Atlanta Falcons, the Cowboys, who could give up 150 yards and two touchdowns to you, my friend. And then the Pittsburgh Steelers, who have been really bad against the run this year, too. Eddie Lacy, go out and trade for him right now, friends. I'm a good goal linebacker. I mean, I, I got a nose for I the end zone. I think you can get yeah. in there, yeah. You, you would just go right underneath the offensive lineman's legs. That's exa- that, See, I don't know why more people don't do that. Here's our <laughs> schedule board, the 10 easiest running back schedules. Rest of the way, these are based on average fantasy points allowed by opponents. Matt Forte has the easiest. Eddie Lacy. Fred Jackson on that list. Fabs trade for Fred Jackson. Trade away Fred Jackson. Trade away Fred Jackson. That scares me. Every week it seems like we hear about him getting dinged up and... It's only a matter of time. Right, eventually, they're going to have to go to C.J. Spiller, right? They, at some point, you have to eventually, give the football wait, it's, to Spiller. Uh, it's November now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
eventually. Before it better Christmas, happen maybe. soon. All right, these are the running backs to trade away. We have Fred Jackson on this list, Stephen Ridley, Ray Rice, Reggie Bush. Trade Ray Rice while he's hot, Fabs. Ray Rice's value is never going to be higher this year. He's coming off a big game against the Chicago Bears, and I expect him to go back sort of into the gutter this weekend because the Jets have a really tough run defense. He also has a tough one week 15, which would be your semifinal matchup at the Detroit Lions. Very tough sledding for Ray Rice. Not so much tough sledding for Steven Ridley, but this guy, Fabs, is always one fumble away from losing his starting job. Had a fumble last week. LeGarrette Blunt jumped in. He has been hot. He has been getting uh, uh, production for you. Run one or more rushing touchdowns. Five straight games. He's had 11 or more points in four of his last five. Trade him before things happen in the backfield. And then Shane Vereen starts getting in the mix. And Blunt starts carrying the football more. You've got to trade him now before things happen. Ridley's value is certainly in question right now. And I think it's more about Shane Vereen. He comes in eight catches. Looks phenomenal. They don't ease him back in at all. Backfield committee, my friends. Backfield committee. So we said trade for Joyke Bell, which means trade away. Reggie Bush. And Reggie Bush has got a lot of value, you know. He hasn't been as productive lately. One rushing touchdown in his last six games. But here's the thing about Reggie Bush. Number one, he's got name value. Number two, he's in a good offense. But I just don't know that he's going to have a big season down the stretch. The schedule is not terrible. He does have a tough matchup against the Baltimore Ravens coming up. But this is a guy that you can get high quality for. Go out and get a number one wide receiver if you need that. Go out and get a number one quarterback if you need that. Or do what I like to do, trade a two for one. Here's the 10 toughest running back schedules based on average fantasy points allowed by opponents. Look at Reggie Bush has the toughest down the stretch. How about Lamar Miller? He went from the easiest schedule beginning of the season, and now he's got the second toughest. One of the reasons why I liked him and uh, have been left with egg on my face with Lamar Miller, some of the matchups that it looked like were going to be very favorable at the beginning of the season, not so much anymore. Yeah, you got to look at those trends like through the first five or six weeks, and then after five or six weeks, they start changing. So that's when things started to get more difficult for Lamar Miller. And it, they don't give him the football. No, that was the most. That, yeah. that also hurts too. And the offensive line is a mess. It's yeah, been Joe, a bad Joe situation. Joe Philbin hurting Lamar Miller's value by not giving him the football. And during the break, I'm applying a fresh coat of must-sit lacquer to the fantasy bench. Coming up, find out whose rear end should be stuck to it this week. Wait till the lacquer dries. It's NFL Fantasy Live. With NFL Mobile from Verizon, get in-game highlights and up-to-the-minute news and scores from your favorite team. Premium subscribers can watch live games Thursday, Sunday, and Monday nights, as well as NFL Red Zone and NFL Network, all live on your phone. Download today by calling Star Star NFL or go to NFL.com slash mobile, NFL.com slash mobile. Let's get into our burning questions for Week 12. We have to set your lineup for this Sunday and beyond, and there's no hotter seat right now than the quarterback's one in Washington. Redskins greats past and present, questioning the leadership of RG3 ranked. How concerned are you going forward, Fat Bat? I'm concerned mostly because he's a Marvel guy instead of DC, which automatically mm. is a red flag. If you like the Hulk over Superman, there's something wrong with you, but the thing is, if you look at RG3's matchup this week against the San Francisco 49ers, it's not favorable. The 49ers have been very tough on fantasy quarterbacks recently, so I would tend to keep him on the bench. There is a little bit of good news, however. If you look at his schedule during the fantasy playoffs, I'm talking week 15, 16, he's got the Falcons who aren't very good. He's got the Cowboys who aren't very good. He can, he can win you some fantasy leagues. The big thing is, can he get you there? Yeah, so always watch out. Make sure he's one of those guys where you have to have another viable alternative ready just in case you got to play him for an extended period of time because the home of Shanahanigans, you never know. Yes, ground zero of Shanahanigans. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Akbar, I got a hot question for you. You ready? Okay, I'm ready. Go okay, ahead. Case, on me. Case Keenum okay. or Ben Roethlisberger, 
Who stays hot? Oh, no doubt about it. It's Case Keenum. And I know Big Ben, he's got a track record. He's done what he's done. He's never been really a fantasy star. A star in real life, but I'm going with Case Keenum in this situation. He's got two things going for him. He's a young guy, and he is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Everybody balls out on the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I think because Andre Johnson wants to make a point to Coach Kubiak that you better never, ever in your life give me Matt Schaub again throwing me the ball. (laughs) Case Keenum has a lot to live up to, but this is perfect. He's on a streak. He's doing the same things he did in college, and that's spreading those wide receivers out and throwing the ball deep. That's what his game. Not to mention, Ben Roethlisberger's got a bad matchup this week against Cleveland. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. Tough matchup on the road. Yeah, good luck against Joe Hayden, right? Yeah. All right, another big burning question. Welcome back to Fantasy. It's 2010 for Miles Austin Fabs. Should you go get him? Boy, I remember when he was so good a few years ago. The Cowboys gave him that big contract, and then guess what? The hamstring injury started piling up. I would pick him up if I'm in a 12-team league or larger because you never know. He's got a good quarterback here at the helm and Tony Romo. He's got a rapport with him. There's some good matchups coming up for the Dallas Cowboys. But am I starting Miles Austin until he shows me that he can still produce on a consistent basis? So are you telling no me, way, buddy. So, so are you telling me you're going to babysit Miles Austin? That's what you're doing. You're babysitting him on your, on, By on your putting him on my bench, if okay. babysitting him is the term, yeah, then, uh, yes, I am babysitting Yeah, okay, babysitting That's all right. Fine. Still playing Terrence Williams. Now let's get to some starts and sets. Michael Fabiano made a reference right there. Take a look at his start and sit recommendations this week at quarterback. Stafford, Colin Kaepernick, Eli Manning, Joe Flacco, and... There's your sleep alert. Case Keenum against Jacksonville. Akbar smiling. Well, because Akbar said if I didn't put him in there, I was going to get punched. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a point projection for Case Keenum. I like Keenum to go for right around 18 fantasy points, if not more. Carson Palmer went off against that team last week, and he's not the same quarterback he was in Cincinnati. Go ahead. 25? No, 23 points. Michael Jordan. Okay. They have the same birthday, February 17th. (laughs) How about that? Wow. Thanks, Cliffy. Appreciate that. All right. Here's that's a little nug you didn't even know. Here's Faz to start. Sit recommendations at running back Zach Stacy, Andre Brown. The running game is all his in New York. Rashad Jennings, Frank Gore, sleeper Ben Tate against Jacksonville. You just loading up everybody against Jacksonville. I am. If the guy plays for Houston, he's a sleeper this week outside of Andre Johnson. Let's just put it that way. Ben Tate's got a great matchup. I think he could be a top 15 fantasy runner this weekend. All right, let's look at wide receivers. DeAndre Hopkins being the sleeper alert. Oh, it's Kendall Wright at Oakland. I stayed in the same division. You did. Kendall Wright's got to get in the end zone to be a viable standard league fantasy We're talking about PPR. You know, we don't only cater to the people in standard leagues, but we help people in PPR. And Kendall Wright is one of the more underrated wide receivers in PPR leagues. Fantasy hipsters play PPR. <laughs> well, then call me I a like hipster. <laughs> <laughs> Something that, I love PPR leagues. Something that has been said oh, never. Never. <laughs> few seconds left, so now we're going into our hurry-up offense for more starts and sits in Week 12. One minute on the clock. Start or sit Tom Brady against Denver. Right? Start him. Please get, get off. <laughs> hipster start him. Start Tom Brady. Right. Now, look, I got, I, I'm giving you some love now, Tom Brady. All right, DeMarco Murray <laughs> against the Giants. Start or sit? You know what? I'm going to go start DeMarco Murray. Start him. Start DeMarco Murray. Antonio Gates against the Chiefs. Start or sit? I just don't think there's enough good options where you would be benching Antonio Gates, but I hate the matchup against Kansas City, but you got to start him. Uh, what Adam just said. Yeah. You know, I'm on the other end of that. I just really think those guys are going to abuse and get to the quarterback in Phillip Rivers. I'm going to go sit Antonio Gates. Ooh, Ooh. that hurts. D'Angelo Williams against the Dolphins. You know what? I'm actually stepping up for him. Even though he's in that split situation, I've got a sneaky suspicion. I say start him. Flex play because the Dolphins' run defense is terrible. Terrible. Bobby Rainey was able to get over on them. Terrible. Terrible. Start him. All right, Alex Smith against the Chargers. Sit. 
No, I don't trust him. <laughs> he had a good game last week. This week, that means he's going to stink. See, look, you're going to babysit Miles Austin, but you're going to hate on Alex Smith. Because I say every sit time when he has a good match, we have See, what did he do? Trick I set you up. It was a trap. It's okay. Fabs has to go to swing dancing lessons pretty soon, okay? So just get that ready. He's what do you mean? Hipster. I've already had swing you're, dancing you're lessons. You're a hipster. Hipster swing. Okay. All I right. just agreed <laughs> with you. NFL Fantasy Live will be back Friday, 5 p.m. Eastern, and Fabs left one of those crazy hats on. It feels like a Friday over here. With a full recap of Thursday night's matchup between the Saints and Falcons, plus which players have the best matchups in Week 12. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max Powertrain Unlimited and Platinum Trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. Hi, I'm Gabby Reese. Join me and my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, on our journey with Laird Superfood. From our kitchen to yours, we've crafted delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and so much more using high-quality functional ingredients. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code Gabby2024 for 20% off your first order. When the time comes to plan your next big getaway, know we got a destination idea for you. Orlando. Just think about it. The thrills at their 15 world-class theme parks, followed by awesome outdoor adventures, amazing food festivals, and top-notch dining spots. Orlando has all that and much more than you'd expect. In Orlando, anything is possible if you can imagine it. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. That's visitorlando.com for everything you need for an amazing getaway.